I'm Kaya. And I'm Aspen. And we're burning the disco down. Okay, cool. Um, sorry, guys. I'm <laughs> recording virtually with Aspen right now, and I'm at a rover house that I cat sit for, so. We're always, like, somewhere different, you know? Like, I'm cat sitting. We're here to keep people guessing. Yeah. We're never just going to be, like, in the same room, you know? For the adults that like listen to this down. podcast, 10 out of 10 recommend rover as uh, some side money. It's lace. Yeah, because you're just, like, playing with cats. Yeah. So cute. Okay, well, I hope everyone liked our episode from the middle of Texas last week, but we're, like, calming down a lot this week. <laughs> like, I feel at peace right now. Yeah. Last time I was recording, I didn't feel at peace. I was, like, last it was week very was chaotic. really hard. Yeah, last week was yeah. really, really rough. Um, but, like, honestly, it's as a good far thing as we recorded it, goes, though. It's a good thing we recorded it on Saturday, though, because if we hadn't, we wouldn't have had an episode last week. No, yeah. And then we would have missed two weeks in a row, and that would have just been, like, literally horrible. Yeah. For, like, my own sanity. Yeah. Okay, well, I feel like we have so much to catch up on, like, Yeah, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. We always try to record ahead of time to, like, make our lives easier, but then all of the things happen after we record. So, like... Yeah. We like to record Saturday, Sunday, because then it's, like, done, and we don't have to worry about it during the week, but then all the things happen, and then we can't talk about them on the podcast that week, and then it has to wait till next week. Yeah, so I feel like everything that we're going to, like, well, some of the things that we're going to catch up on this week is such old news that I'm sure yeah. everyone's already talked about it, and, like, we've talked about it, but we just have to talk about it on the podcast because it's too important not to. Yeah. But... Let's start with if we have any new comments. Let's see if we have any new comments. <laughs> Last week, we had so many comments. It took up the whole episode, which was so fun, actually. So everyone yeah. keep writing in. You can write in at the link in our bio, and it's all anonymous. Okay, this person says, I live in the middle of nowhere in Texas, but it's honestly my life goal to go to Taylor Fest. <laughs> if you guys go to Oklahoma or Dallas next summer, I will be there. Okay, wait, sorry. They said if y'all go to Oklahoma or Dallas next summer, I will be there. How Something dare about you me say is that. like I've never like said y'all before. And so I just saw it. I like when I was reading that comment, I saw the word y'all and I changed it to you guys. But like I, I want to be authentic and I'm sorry Aspen. I changed your comment. I've just never said that word in my life. If you guys didn't but, know, like Aspen's, I respect it. Aspen is born and raised in Colorado and I'm from <laughs> it's my y'all era. So I will say y'all. <laughs> I saw it and my eyes just like changed it like unconsciously. The way that you literally changed this is so funny. <laughs> uh, we don't have any shows booked in Oklahoma, but that's a like a good point. I never really thought about Oklahoma, but we're already in all those other random Midwest <laughs> states. So yeah, that's a good point. We all never know I don't know where it. Oklahoma is on the map. It's the one that looks like a pan that's like on top of Texas. It has like the little piece that okay. comes out okay 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 i can picture it yeah um that's oklahoma so i've never thought about it but that's that's a good idea um dallas we will be in it's not announced yet so sorry kendra but we'll be there in march of 2024 if you're gonna be in dallas or in the dallas area so follow at perfect night productions on instagram and that's when you'll know when the tickets are on sale yeah okay 
This person says, what songs are your favorites to play at the Taylor Fest shows and what songs do people usually go the hardest for? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, that's like such a good question. That's a fun one. Um, I think the people go the hardest for... (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) I just have one that people go the hardest for all too well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, looking out into that crowd during all too well, people are like, like... it feels like people are like experiencing the song. I feel like it like ebbs and flows though throughout the song of All Too Well just because it's 10 minutes long. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, like overall, yeah. I also will say, Is It Over Now really went hard last weekend. True, so, true. Like real hard. It's kind of and like the cruel new summer. Kind of shit of. Yeah, everyone eats that shit up. Anything from Rep, Ready for Anything It. Anything from Fearless. Okay. Like, love story, you belong with me. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say anything for Fearless. Well, <laughs> maybe not White Horse, but... <laughs> I'm like, what you But, you know, like, those are the songs that, like, if you brought your boyfriend, the boyfriend yeah. knows that song. So everyone's it's like, singing. It's the ones that you would expect. They're, I feel like the most surprising one is probably Is It Over Now? But otherwise, I feel like they're pretty much the ones that you would expect to go hard. Like, everyone eats Ready For It up every single time every single time and then same thing with like cruel summer um all too well you belong with me love story even fearless itself um long live okay so what's your favorite to play um Uh, well, right now it's like the new ones because it's yeah. just like you want to listen to them. But in general, I feel like maybe mm, I really like Maroon. Okay, like the thing is, is like some of the I really like her sad songs and like at Summerfest, yeah. there. If I'm like well, just enjoying myself, of course I'm like gonna be happy when the sad songs play. But like we're also like hustling, like we're kind of like working and like trying yeah. to get content and like doing everything. So I'm like I feel like I can't really like enjoy the sad songs as much as like I would have if I was just like attending the event. Well, I think I think that's why they asked what our favorite songs to play at Taylor Fest were instead of just what are your favorite instead of songs. Just, like, yeah, like what are your favorite but, like, songs when at I, Taylor but, like, Fest? When I went to Taylor Fest, like for the first time by myself my favorite song was um champagne problems but mm-hmm. it's not the same anymore now it's like i really like when we play paris i really like when we play oh paris honestly anything off of midnights yeah i just feel like midnights is like a taylor fest album i like the ones where we have little bits with them like i think like those are my favorite ones yeah. because i think they're funny like i like the yeah. ones where we can hold somebody up on our phones and like yeah so true Lately, I like, well, I mean, I always do, but like every song about Harry Styles because I've been holding up his bald photo and I, it's just really entertaining for me because everybody <laughs> loses their minds every time. So it makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, or my little I'm a child yeah, of divorce sign on my phone. Like that one's fun. Yeah. I like the ones that we have like little bits for. Totally. And I like Bejeweled because everyone does the dance and it's so yeah. fun. Also Karma because like everybody does that dance now too. Yes. Yeah. Um, Midnight's is slay. Yeah. Okay, um, someone said, the podcast is seriously so good. I can't wait for next week's episode. That's so Aww. nice. <laughs> that <laughs> link you. just makes me so happy to hear. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> it like, makes me want to cry. 
<laughs> I like will never get over that girl. Like I think about this. This is my Roman Empire. The girl that came up to me in the gym and was like, I told my husband that's like one of my favorite podcasters over there. That lives uh-huh. on my literally in my brain like rent free. Yeah, like, I cannot believe that that happened. If you're listening to this, yes, I still think about that. And if you see me in the gym again, please come say hi again because it makes me really happy. And yeah, yeah. I think about it like every day. <laughs> no, it, it's like when people like even at Taylor Fest when people come up to yeah, us. Yeah, Taylor and, Fest too. Like one time, someone both gave us both a bracelet, a friendship bracelet that said "Burning the Disco Down," and like. I literally thought about that for like three days after that and I thought about nothing else like it impacts us so much it means so much to us yeah and that girl that brought us the um bracelets with our favorite songs on them because she listened to the podcast I will never get rid of any of this like no like it's my most prized possessions it's so nice people are so nice yeah okay This next person says, hey, Aspen and Kaya, I don't think I have ADHD, but sometimes I think I might. Here, for context, this is not what the person said, but for context, we had a conversation with someone about ADHD and Kaya says she has ADHD. So, like, I'm assuming this is stemming off of that. I don't think it's the same person, but I think it's stemming off of that conversation because if you were just, like, tuning into this podcast, like, this seems really random for our, like, genre. This is actually just an ADHD support group. This is a hotline. (laughs) It's a hotline for anyone with mental illness. (laughs) So true. Or neurodivergent Um, tendencies. (laughs) Okay. Back to their comment. Here is a list of things on my phone of all the random hyperfixations I've gotten recently. Animal Jam, Snail Bob, Kung Fu Panda, The States Game, Papa's Cupcakeria, and H2O Just Add Water, which I highly recommend since Kaya watched that one surfing show. Okay, first of all, that just made me feel so old because I don't know what any of those <laughs> things are. Um, second of all, welcome to the world of H2O. Um, that show was on TV when... Aspen and I were kids. Did you watch that show? Uh-huh. Yeah, like it was Mermaids. like it was like on Nickelodeon during like Hannah While Montana we were times. Yeah, like yeah. during yeah, like our childhood. So I'm glad that you're enjoying it because I lived it. <laughs> <laughs> um so I have seen it, yes, it is very good. I have thought about rewatching it, so maybe I will. You're about to yeah. be obsessed. Cause it is Australian, so well and also two of the clay hour and um that was really good i'm not gonna lie i really pulled that out of nowhere um but her and one of the other girls is in the vampire diaries universe oh Um, i didn't know that like after h2o which is really cool like they still work together like they're both on the originals and then um yeah so love yeah I also don't know together. what any of those things are except each. <sighs> oh, I thought. You were well, I guess about I know what Kung Fu like, Panda what is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, um, I know. What okay, is. you're gonna be obsessed with this next comment. Okay, I this is like moments where I wish it wasn't anonymous. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They said, Kaya, as a fellow soft pretzel slut, I have to know if you like the salt ones or the cinnamon sugar better. Personally, my life peaked when Target still had the cinnamon sugar pretzels. Hashtag RIP. 
whoever this is you need to let me know right away um because like i'm so passionate about soft pretzels it's not even funny um to answer your question i prefer a classic salted soft pretzel however i will not turn down a cinnamon sugar one if that's all they have and also they do still have the cinnamon sugar ones at target because i just bought the cinnamon sugar pretzel nuggets in the freezer section so if they're not in your target yet maybe they will be soon but they are in fact in my freezer right now so i can confirm that they are on the shelves okay so how do you cook those air fryer so you can put them in the air oven? fryer or or in the oven, and then they give you, like, little butter packets. And so you can, uh-huh. like, defrost. I defrost the butter and just in, like, warm water while they're cooking in either the air fryer or the oven. And then you just, like, spread the butter on top, and then the salted ones come with a salt packet, and the cinnamon sugar ones come with cinnamon sugar. Okay, to sprinkle on after so you good. butter them. Yeah, they kind of slay. Yum. Yeah, I Is always have them in the freezer. as good as the normal? I mean, no. Yeah. Nothing will be. But they're good. Like, but I still it's enjoy like them. a good like it's a fix when you can't yeah. get to the mall yeah yeah it's my filler until i travel yeah okay next person says do you guys listen to other podcasts aspen does i don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that's I, a lot i do i do listen to travis kelsey and jason kelsey's podcast now it's like the one so, podcast i don't listen to <laughs> i listen to that podcast and i listen to the white noise eight hour sleep podcast <laughs> no, when we're traveling and i need hour. white noise <laughs> eight hour every time Aspen and I travel together I'm literally like okay this room is like either we're in an Airbnb or a hotel and either way it's always so stupid quiet in there that I like can't sleep if it's silent and I'm like okay it's time for my eight hour sleep noise white noise podcast like, it'll probably be it my always has one ad at the beginning always, yeah I bet it'll be on my wrapped this year because I mean it's oh, eight so hours true it's going to be like your number one played song, which is white noise. Well, that's the other thing is because that happens to people all the time if they play white noise like as a song. But since yeah. it's a podcast episode, it won't skew oh, it's my separate. like. Yeah, it won't skew my wrapped oh. songs. So that's why I use the podcast. That and it's that's eight hours so long. Smart. So it always lasts me the whole night without having to like have a kindred situation where she's listening to something and it changes in the middle of the night. <laughs> true, true, so. true, true. <laughs> Um, my favorite podcasts are, I really like what we said, which I feel like I talked about this on this podcast before, but it's these two cute influencer girls and like, they, they talk about a lot of like mindless stuff, which is just like fun to listen to, but then like they have people write Mm -hmm. in stories and I like listening to that too. Um, and then I like listening to, oh my God, you know, when like someone asks you a question and you forget about like everything you've ever known. Yeah. Um... I listen to oh I listen to Armchair Expert I like that one it's like a little bit more serious less just like girlies like chatting and then I I listen to like a lot of influencers that have podcasts I listen to Gals on the Go there's one called I Don't Get It and I like Emma Chamberlain's podcast Mm, mm -hmm. Um, I've listened to that one before yeah just like for like mindless like listening I also oh sorry yeah carry on yeah that's okay. that's it yeah um i also listened to the what a day podcast by crooked media because it's like a 30 minute lowdown and it's daily and it's just like a quick 20 to 30 minute episode about what's going on in the world so it's very helpful. yeah next person says hi guys i love the episode this week 
Do you think Taylor Fest will ever expand to the East Coast? I live in Massachusetts and would love to go to Taylor Fest someday. What? Oh, what is a market or city that Taylor Fest hasn't gone to yet that you want to break into? Oh my God, another really good question. Yeah, these are good questions. I cannot tell you how badly I want to be on the East Coast, whoever this person is. Um, It's something I ask for frequently. Um, We also have a lot of people request Boston, actually. Like, this is, you're probably like the fourth or fifth person in the last couple weeks that I've seen request Boston. Um, Well, you said Massachusetts, but I mean, Boston's in Massachusetts. So, um, yes. Yes. So would love to come to the East Coast. The problem is full transparency that the other club nights and themed nights usually go to the East Coast. So it's very saturated and it's hard to find markets on the East Coast or venues on the East Coast in the markets we want to go to that they don't already go to. If that makes sense. Mm hmm. It's just like so demand. Like, yeah. Supply so like the cities that I really want to go to are like I want to go somewhere in Michigan because that's where I went to college. And then I also want to go back to Virginia or like D.C. But again, those are the cities and markets that like have a lot of themed nights. So it's hard. Yeah, I think now that you said Boston, I think that might be my dream place to bring Taylor Fest. We get requests because- that a lot. That's crazy. I, I don't know that. But yeah. I, I've always wanted to go there. Like, that's a city that I've always wanted to go to. You've never been to Boston? And No, I've never been to Boston. I've well, never I mean, been okay. to Massachusetts, I don't think. I forget that, like, I don't know. Like, I grew up on the East Coast, and it's, it's like, very drivable. So, like, I've been to every yeah. state and mostly every major city on the East Coast because it's, yeah. like, all drivable. So. Yeah, I love the East Coast. That, was it? If I could yeah. move anywhere, I would move to the East Coast right now. This well, you would move to New York specifically. Yeah, but also like the East Coast beaches are just like. It's funny you say that because I, I just would never go back. There. That's oh so my god, funny. I, would, I want to. I would go literally so never go back. Like West Coast beaches, uh, East Coast beaches. I'm obsessed. I want to go to Rhode Island so bad. That's my dream. It's like fun to visit. I don't think I would want to live there again anywhere on yeah. the east coast really again um yeah i would love to have a show in a I, beach town yeah like how do we get to the outer banks we, where, we make it like the, so personal i'm like yeah i've never been to boston i'd love to go like as a vacation i'm like, we're, I'm like we're, how do we get to kitty hawk um yeah what about hawaii <laughs> no i would lo- i think remember kendra was like trying to do hawaii but then some other night is there now yeah unfortunately which is really annoying because like i have family in hawaii so it would be so easy oh my god (sighs) okay yeah next one they said aspen (laughs) exclamation 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 and kaya put lol (laughs) (laughs) do you have any good solo song ideas i'm looking for a contemporary lyrical vibe thanks um this is for dance in case anyone didn't know (laughs) (laughs) um it's your lucky day because my whole spotify playlist is just like different dance songs i have a playlist called i think it's called the ultimate sad song playlist and it's like all contemporary lyrical solo songs so i'll like make that public (laughs) i don't think it's public right now but it has like probably like 300 songs on it but also like 
Let me think of any specific ones. This is so um, funny. Noah Khan's entire discography, probably. Yeah, real. Um, I say yeah, real as if I know what any of this means. No, but like it, it like it's that vibe, you know. I'm like, I don't know All- what lyrical contemporary is. <laughs> it just like Kaya slower. has no input. <laughs> <laughs> I'll was share a theater my kid Spotify a playlist. <laughs> I'll share my Spotify playlist on um, the Instagram stories. And you'll have so many ideas from there. Okay. This person says... <clears throat> this one's kind of long. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> wow. I love it's the energy. Getting, hey, hey, hey. Just hey, saying hey, going hey. <laughs> I want to start by saying I love your podcast so much. You two are nothing but bright lights and joy, and I'm so happy I found your podcast. I wanted to ask you if you could talk more about therapy and other options if therapy isn't one. I know this was lightly mentioned a couple weeks ago. I just wanted to ask about it a little differently. I know I should probably be in therapy, but no one in my family is in therapy, and I'm beyond scared to ask my parents, making it not really an option right now. I still have four years until I can make my own decision about it, but feel like I shouldn't be waiting four years to get the help I need. Any advice? Okay, first of all, I'm going to cry. <laughs> no. First of all, what you said at the beginning about how we are bright lights and joy, like... The whole... No, the whole thank you. submission makes me want to cry. <laughs> thank you. That is so kind. That is very nice, and that means so much to us. Cut the cameras. <laughs> We're not okay. <laughs> Such a sweet. It's like that whole submission was just so wholesome. Like, yeah, very, very sweet. Um, okay. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I guess um, what they're asking is they don't want. I feel like this is like multiple questions in one. The first one is if there's any options if therapy isn't an option yeah or like that's what another saying. mental health resource maybe yeah. and then yeah. the other question that they're having i think is like i shouldn't wait four years like should i just do it if i'm getting that right i mean i think they're more so just like asking for options for things to do before asking their parents for help yeah because they can't do it on their own yet you know i don't know yeah. how better help works to the point where if you're a minor if you could do it as a minor yeah i'm not sure um if not i mean you could look into it and see but if not um they have like self-help books for like every possible scenario that you could think of and that might be a good Mm -hmm. route to take um that was the first thing i thought of too my favorite self-help book in the entire world is buy yourself the fucking lilies yeah obviously i don't know what your situation is or why you feel like you need therapy right now i mean everybody needs therapy but like what's making you take the steps right now um so i don't know if that will help you drastically but that would be my recommendation to like anyone yeah it's just a really good overall book um i have a book recommendation it's called of course you do why did no one tell me this before or something and it's written by a therapist and every single time someone in their session said why has no one ever told me this before they wrote it in their book like whatever oh, they were talking about that's a and good so one. that is a good book yeah i 
have it, but I've only read half of it. But everything that I've read has been true to me and, like, very helpful, I think. So stuff like that, I think, like, there's so many resources that aren't just, like, I don't know. The thing about therapy that I like is that you can just, like, talk. And it's not, like, sometimes you don't even need, like, advice. You're just, like, want to talk. And you, like, realize things as you're, like, talking about stuff that, like, you normally wouldn't, like, just sit and, like, babble on about because you have no other choice than to do so. So if that's, like, what you're looking for, I feel like just, like, utilizing friends is, like, someone that you trust and, like, just saying, like, I don't know, just talk to your friends, but... Yeah, I I don't know if you can like get onto better help if you are a minor because I'm assuming you like don't have the means to pay for it also cuz it it is Yeah. it does cost money, so. Yeah, so books. Books and yeah. Talk to your friends. <laughs> yeah. Um okay. I hope we answered your question. If you need more options, please write in again. Okay, this is our last one. Hi, I'm comfortable with being with this being shared on the pod, but also understand if it makes you guys feel uncomfortable sharing it. I really just need to tell someone. I'm on a dance team. Okay, wait, before we go, I just want to say trigger warning for like eating disorders. Oh, yeah. Coming up because we read this one beforehand. So just skip ahead if that triggers you. That's your warning. Thank you. Carry on. Totally. (laughs) Totally. Okay. Um, I'm on a dance team and am captain. I have a friend on the team who is really struggling with her body image and not eating as much as she should be. I have known for a couple weeks without her knowing, but she outright told me about three days ago. Her parents know and are trying to make things better, but it's not getting better. It's to the point where she might even have to leave school. Almost nobody knows, and I feel like they really judge her for the special treatment she's getting but don't want to invade her privacy and tell them i also just genuinely don't know what to do and how to be supportive it's also tough because we are in middle school and everyone's just generally bitchy do you guys have any advice first of all facts everyone is generally bitchy in middle school (laughs) (laughs) that's all that's the first thing i have to say (laughs) like you're Um, so real for that I'm trying to think about how to break this because there's like multiple questions in here. Yeah. Um, so first of all, with all of the people at school that are like judging her for getting special treatment, but you don't want to like give her business out, definitely suggest not giving her business out on this scenario. Um, however, I think that you could just say like, she's got some stuff going on. Um, she's just like dealing with something like I would keep it pretty vague, but like let them know that she's going through something. Um, so that a, they can stop judging her because that's the last thing she needs and b, that way, if she does need to leave school, they like know that something's going on and they're not going to be like gossiping about why she left school, you know? Yeah. You could say we all just really need to support her right now. Yeah. Like she's just going. And if someone says why say mind your business. Yeah. (laughs) You could just be like, I don't feel comfortable disclosing her personal life like that to you like that's not your business to tell what you know so which yeah secondly i'm like trying to think of the questions that were in here um so her parent so her parents are trying to help and like i'm assuming like your coach knows question mark 
um, if you know and the parents know, I'm assuming the coach knows too, I would just like be very supportive in the way this is also just coming from someone who had an eating disorder. So (laughs) I (laughs) would just be really supportive and like, I wouldn't really try to, I wouldn't talk about her like body or like her size at all, which I mean, you really shouldn't be doing anyway, but like, especially right now. Um, and then like eating wise, it's hard because you know, she should be eating more and her parents know she should be eating more. But like when you're in your head that much, it's really hard to come out from not feeding your body enough because you just feel like that's going to ruin you if you like eat the amount you're actually supposed to be eating. Um, so I would just try, like, it's just hard, but, like, just, like, words of encouragement, um, especially if she knows that you know, just be encouraging and, like, be there for her. Um, yeah, it's hard. Like, you can't just, like, force somebody to eat, unfortunately. Yeah, I wouldn't, like, bring up food at all. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, you should eat that, because that's not gonna help. Like, encouraging as, like you look so cute today. Like yes. you're doing so good. Like that practice was great. Not like, or even for I eating mean, that sandwich, you know, yeah. like and don't like, talk I about even, food. I wouldn't even talk about like her physical appearance at all. Like even you saying like, Oh my gosh, she looks so pretty today or like stuff like that. Like obviously you don't mean it because of her size, but like it's something that drives me crazy is like when someone's like, you look so good. And it's because they lost like 30 pounds. Oh and, yeah, like, yeah. You yeah. don't know what is going on in their life where they lost that much weight that drastically. And it's just like telling someone yeah, that yeah, they yeah. look really good because they lost weight is just like so frustrating. Um, especially like you, again, you don't know what they're going through. Like they could be in a really unhealthy space and you're saying that they look good. So then it's yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it's reinforcing that thought in their brain. So I would try to do, like, non-physical compliments for her, like... Especially because um, you're the captain of the dance team. So you could be like, that, you did that really well. You did this yeah. really well. Or, like... Like, very specific you know, or even just, like... I love your hair today. Just yeah. make it, like, not... I love your shirt. Like, make it, like, not about what she's going through. Just, like, be encouraging to her and, like, boost her confidence as a person. Yeah. This is definitely going to be something... I mean, she probably will come to you and talk to you about it, especially if you're one of the only people that know. And that's just a really tough spot to be in, honestly. But I would just be as encouraging as possible and, like, complimenting, like, her personality in different ways. Like, um, just, like, trying to show her that she's worth more than just what her body looks like because that's really hard to get your head around sometimes. Yeah. Um, And at the end of the day, like, this is, I'm so happy that her parents know about this, because that's gonna be, like, the biggest factor for her, is that her parents know. Yeah, and, like, just going off of that, you, since you guys are the same age, I'm assuming, because you said you're both in middle school. Yeah. Yeah, just keep reminding yourself that this is, like, a mental illness, and this isn't something that you can really change, so you can be supportive, and you can be encouraging, but she really needs help from, like, either like a professional or her parents or someone that can like really be there and help her make a change in like the way that they know how to do so. So try not to like beat yourself up by like, or like feel bad that you can't do more. Cause I kind of like feel like that's what you're like also saying is like, I wish I could like help her more, but like there's only so much that you can do in this situation, but you just have to be there for her when she needs it. Yeah. That's why I'm glad her, I said that her, I'm glad that her parents know because like 
they can actually get her like professional help if necessary which is yeah very good because it's tough man yeah that is a loaded question but an important one yeah okay trigger warning lifted (laughs) (laughs) moving on okay now we're doing a pop culture update section because we've just missed way too much and we have to chat about it I'm sure everyone has seen the video like probably over 10,000 times, but Taylor Swift finished her show and sprinted over to Travis and kissed him on the lips and then they walked away together. She also played Endgame as a surprise song that night and also changed the lyrics to Karma to say, Karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me. That is the most (laughs) shocking to me. Like the video of them kissing, I thought was super cute. Yeah. But that was, like, it seemed more like, if she would have kissed him on stage, yeah, that would have been shocking. Yeah. But, like, it was definitely public, and she knew it was going to be public, but she changed the lyrics to her song. Like, yeah, that was She's crazy. always in performance mode, and, like, nothing can change that. And then this, like, she was just like, okay, I'm going to say it. And then she said it, and she changed And then the giggled. World. She, like, giggled yeah. after she said it, too. And all the dancers were shocked. Oh, my God. I Insane. just, like, it's, this relationship is so crazy to me because, like, she's so open about it like publicly obviously like she's never done something like this in a show like this is crazy and then also like he's so public and open about it because they talk about it on the podcast like whenever jason asks he like answers his questions and it's just like Mm -hmm. we've never had she's never been in a relationship like this and it's like so fun for us but it's also just like so nice to see for her and he's so proud to be with her like it makes me so happy yeah yeah she also i mean it's crazy is it over now and added the out of the woods bridge into the middle of is it over now which was just so confusing and crazy and yeah that was i'm obsessed we were all gasping in the green room that night because we had a show karma is the guy on the chiefs is the most shocking thing to ever come out of the world no like that was actually insane speaking of the chiefs shaking (laughs) speaking of that guy on the chiefs coming straight home to me he did a interview recently about taylor Yep, for the Wall Street Journal. I'm going to read some quotes because, like, I'm obsessed. I was going to say we need to read some. This is from an article um, that people wrote about the article because I don't have a Wall Street Journal (laughs) subscription, so I can't read the article. There's also, like, a lot Um, of Instagram posts with the quotes on it, like, from the Wall Street Journal, if that's helpful for any of you. Like, the Wall Street Journal posted the quotes, too, on Instagram. Oh, good to know yeah okay travis says um i think this is like referencing when they first met and when he first went to the show and they hadn't been talking yet he said there were definitely people she knew that knew who i was in her corner who said yo did you know he was coming i had someone playing cupid at the show and then he said adding that he eventually found out that he eventually found that out from Taylor when she contacted him directly. So she contacted him directly. That's shocking to me. I want to know like what platform she like DM'd him on because I feel like it had to have been cuz they cuz he said someone was playing Cupid that was like a mutual friend so I feel like it was just phone number. Yeah. Well, he also said in that interview that her like cousins were at the show or something oh yeah wait i got that i got that yeah he said she'll probably hate me for saying this but when she came to arrowhead they gave her the big locker room as a dressing room and her little cousins were taking pictures in front of my locker 
like <laughs> invisible string. No, literally invisible string. Like that's crazy. And he said in reference to when she reached out, she told me exactly what was going on and how I got lucky enough to get her to reach out. He just phrases everything in like such a yeah. way of like he cannot believe that he's dating her. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, I love um, him so okay. much. This is a quote from People Magazine. As for their first time meeting, Kelsey got candid. When I met her in New York, we had already kind of been talking, so I knew we could have had a nice we could have a nice dinner and like a conversation and what goes from there will go from there. So they went out to dinner, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then this is like one of the best quotes. I've never dealt with it, Kelsey added of Swift, but at the same time, I'm not running away from any of it. The scrutiny she gets, how much she has magnifying, how much she has a magnifying glass on her. Every single day, paparazzi outside her house, every outside every restaurant she goes to, after every flight she gets off, and she's just living, enjoying life. When she acts like that, I better not be the one acting all strange. That like makes he's me just cry. like, like he's just like this is your life, okay. He's like, oh God, I just love those. He so says, much. Swift is both hilarious and a genius, and revealed that he and the pop superstar share a similar outlook on family and work. Everybody knows I'm a family guy. Her team is her family. Her family does a lot of stuff in terms of her tour, the marketing, being around. So I think she has a lot of those values as well, which is right up my alley. <laughs> he also said he like learned something new every day with her because she like Stop. knows so many words or something like <laughs> He's that. Like she's teaching me words. No, like literally, he said she's like so, so smart cute. and like well spoken, and he says he's like, like obsessed stuff with her. Day. No, literally, Ugh, I as know it should that, be. Yeah, I know that. Like she, he, and her have to talk about what he can talk about publicly. Like, of course, yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, I don't even her. know that they they probably like don't even talk. He probably just knows because he's like yeah respectful. Like, but imagine her reading that; she's probably like <laughs> so happy. No, literally, it's insane. Like, he loves her so much. Finally, we have somebody who, like... Finally. Someone's <laughs> proud to be with her. He wants to, like, scream it from the roof. Okay. I mean, I'm just gonna... We can just... I'm just gonna briefly... We're just gonna briefly touch on the Brazil situation because it's not our place to, like, say a lot on it. However, we can't just, like, ignore that it happened, obviously, because it was horrible and tragic. Um, so if you guys don't know, Brazil had a huge heat wave come through this past weekend and the night one of the show still occurred and like Taylor was out of breath, like sweating. The floor was like 107 degrees Fahrenheit. Like it was just like terribly, terribly hot. And the venue we later found out banned water bottles, uh, completely and then didn't have any free water out for anyone. And they had also blocked off the events that were supposed to circulate air because they didn't want people outside the stadium watching the show. Um, Taylor herself stopped the show like seven times, probably more than that to like give out her own personal water to people and like made sure that she could give out as much water as possible because she could see that everyone was really struggling. She even had her own team go out into the crowd and give out water. Um, so she was really doing everything she could. It was just like the, venue not allowing water blocking the vents like it was insane um and unfortunately if you don't know a swifty passed away in the show during the show um and her name was 
Anna or Anna, I don't know how she pronounces it, um, but she unfortunately died and it was extremely sad and completely preventable and it was very frustrating and devastating to see. Yeah. And then, I mean, after that, like, Taylor made a statement, of course. Um, Mm -hmm. She, like, made the venue. They ended up allowing water bottles for, like, the entirety of the summer. Um, And then... She postponed her show. The next day. Right? The second night. Yeah. So that's... Because of the heat. Yeah. And then the third night happened. But during the third night, she, like, made sure they had water. The, like, mayor or whoever is in charge of the city, um, he, like allows water he's like changed the law to allow water bottles in for like the summer months um and like while this heat wave is in effect so they were allowed to bring water bottles in they unblocked those vents and it went a lot better on sunday night obviously but um and then she played bigger than the whole sky yeah which was so sad it was so sad and then she also played dancing with her hands tied that night and someone said it was because uh, the Swifty who passed, they said it was her f- favorite album was rap, so they think that that's why she played a rap song before Bigger Than the Whole Sky. Wow, that is so sad. I know. Uh, it makes me, like, literally want to cry. <laughs> I can't even No, imagine. I know. Me too. I can't even think about it for a long time because it just doesn't even seem real, and it's so tragic, and it just... It shouldn't have happened, obviously, and it... My, I just keep... I, I, like, have been thinking about her friends and, like, her family for yeah. the past since we found out like i can't stop thinking about it yeah so, like that was supposed to be the best day of her life yeah but i don't know how to segue from this i don't either there's literally no way to segue like there's just, just so sad like it's so it's so sad and i feel so bad for everyone i feel bad for taylor because she did the best that she could and i know she like is probably just like beyond sad obviously but also just beating herself up about it and yeah it's crazy. yeah it's just like it's just really frustrating because it's something that easily could have been preventable like I don't understand why these venues first of all the international the way that like every international stadium the is GA not a it's all GA and it's It's like it's so frustrating because the only reason they do that is because they can sell more tickets because they don't have to worry about the space of chairs and it's so frustrating because that's just so unsafe and especially like in this heat wave they could have used that extra space obviously they can't put seats out now and that's the problem like after they sell the tickets they can't put seats out and make it a seated floor because then half the people that have tickets can't go anymore and it's just like I don't understand why we can't just make it a seated floor especially for like Taylor show like when Harry had a GA floor, it was, like, fine because his was pretty broken up into different sections. But, like, Taylor's was just one big floor. <laughs> it looks um, actually horrible. Yeah, like, that's my nightmare. Uh, yeah, me but too. But it's just, like, I don't understand why venues keep doing that. And then also, I know that water's <clears throat> expensive, okay? Water's expensive, and it's a limited resource however when you're in a concert and you have a ga floor that big like you need to be passing out free water when you're when it is your business to be providing a venue for people to go and watch a show you need to be passing out water like the people go to that show expecting security to keep them safe and they didn't do that and that's what's so frustrating and it's like it was so easily preventable there's just so like many it things is that they your did job wrong. and free water should be accessible 
if not giving out free water, like they should be able to. Why on earth were bring they not allowed water. to bring in water bottles? It makes literally no sense. Also, I can't like, even think okay. of a scenario where that would make sense. Like bringing in most of our stadiums let us bring in like a sealed water bottle like as many as you wanted as long as they were sealed and it's like mm-hmm. okay if you're really worried about like the law and like what what's the worst that's gonna happen somebody's gonna sneak in a bottle of alcohol yeah like okay I, <laughs> okay <laughs> i feel like that is like a very like that's a very like privileged problem to be worried about is yeah. people sneaking in alcohol when people are literally so dehydrated. dehydrated it's like just let them bring in the sealed water bottles and then also like having water stations like a lot of the venues that we go to you're allowed to bring in like an empty water bottle too if you want mm-hmm. and then just fill it up when you get in there and it's like mm-hmm. how do you not have water sta- like how do you not have, how are you not giving people water i just don't understand yeah it's, it's there's no argument degrees for it. fahrenheit on the floor it's just like like there's so absolutely no argument where they should like where they can even say that we can't give out water because of this like there's no reason yeah your job is to provide a space for people to watch a concert and give out all that stuff like yeah like you're literally the security job is safety and it's just so it's just so frustrating because it was her death was completely preventable and it's just really sad yeah so we're thinking about everyone yeah because it's very sad and it's hard not to think about it yeah again i don't know how to segue segue. out of this topic like i really don't (laughs) know um and there's like no because what we're talking about is no like it's so important it's like so privileged and unnecessary and like this is okay here's what i'll say this is a horrible in in horrible this is what i'll say in horrible times like this when like for example this past week i'm so i feel so far away from the situation but also it's hard because that's all you're seeing on social media and everything so i feel like i've really been turning to things that like make me happy so i don't think about it you know and and yeah usually that's just like mindless things Yeah. yeah and so we're here to provide a space for everyone to like feel your sadness but also we hope to like build you back up and give you like a distraction or like something just to make you like mindless and so you don't have to think about heavy things for a little bit and that's why we're going to talk about something not heavy today was that a good segue and that goes that goes for (laughs) that was a good segue but that also goes for like obviously the death and well there's also another fan that died in brazil from a um like a robbery or a mugging so that goes from the deaths of the swifties also to the things going on in the world right now like overall also to things going on in your life Yes, that we like, don't even know about but that all of the horrible things going from. on right now because the world fucking sucks right now but like this is an escape and this is a way to like i hope that this makes you smile at some point is yeah. my end goal and here, i hope it know? just it makes you like yeah not think about things too deeply for an hour and then you and can think course, about things like, again yeah like of course like you don't want to be ignoring the things that are going on because they are in fact horrible and if you don't know about the war overseas like please educate yourself on it because it is absolutely horrendous however we can't control everything going on and it's very hard and like everything between like 2020 and to now like the past three years it's been like so hard like 2020 I like would not 
look up for my phone because I was just like so ingrained in everything that was going on and it was so stressful and it's just like really hard because you want to be doing something to help and like that's great but you also need a break sometimes like it's okay to take a mental health situation you know and I think it's like you you have those resources where like there's news podcasts there's Mm -hmm. so many books you can be reading there's articles and ours we're providing a space that's just like light and happy and so you can have both resources so if you want to yeah like educate yourself and take the educate time. yourself but yeah you have those resources we can even post resources but okay <laughs> moving on to the mindless topic that we are talking about because we got like probably 10 requests for this everyone was asking for a lot of people said Sephora episode. A lot of people said Ulta episode. A lot of people just said your favorite makeup, skincare, hair products. Someone said, please do an episode of all of your favorite products. So I think people are just looking for some recs. So we're just going to tell you our recs. Just in time for Black Friday. <laughs> You're welcome. Which actually, yeah, this is actually so nice for Black Friday. I don't know if Sephora, I'm sure they do a Black Friday. They do. So does Ulta. Okay. And like every individual brand. Sometimes though, I would recommend looking at the individual brand's website instead of Sephora and Ulta. So true. Sometimes their deals are better. Just saying. And you get like little samples usually. I I literally did that last year and I got so much free stuff sent with the stuff that I ordered. I ordered a lot of stuff from the random websites too. Yeah. Yeah. Like instead of from Sephora or Ulta, I like ordered from the business itself and it was like way cheaper. Because they're trying to do, right, like, 50% well, um, off. I'll just, do you want to start with makeup? I was just kind of thinking I was going to go through, like, my routine, which would start with skincare. Oh, do it. And okay, just this is going to be so step fun. Step by step. Okay. So I don't forget anything. Okay. Get out your notebooks, everyone. This is Kaya, for context. <laughs> I just want to clarify. Um, for skincare in the morning, I wash my face with the Good Molecules Foaming Cleanser. Okay? Or the which, CeraVe. Like, you, you love. I love good molecules. Good molecules. I, like you're about to hear almost everything in my skin routine <laughs> is from good molecules and it's like so cheap and it's so good. So I highly recommend. Um, in the morning, I wash my face with that with that cleanser. However, if I'm traveling, I wash my face with the CeraVe foaming um, <clears throat> acne cleanser. It's like the light teal bottle um, because they make a travel size of it. And like the foaming cleanser doesn't travel well because it has to be in like the special foaming pump, you know? Mm. So when we travel, I use that facial cleanser. Okay. Then my next step in my routine is I use a niacinamide serum, also from Good Molecules. They sell it in a big size and a little size. I use that. Then I use the Good Molecules. <laughs> VHA. Really the spokesperson for the brand. <laughs> no. Why haven't they sponsored me yet? It's so frustrating. Um, good Molecules, use- Good Molecules, Good Molecules. Are you listening? <laughs> I use the BHA gel clarifying, what's like a gel cream kind of, I think it's like Good Molecules BHA gel cream or something, I don't know, and it's in like a little metal tube and it's like tan and pink and I use that as like a spot treatment whenever I have spots come up. I also really like the pimple patches, um, the like hero pimple patches, I love those when I'm sleeping 
Um, that's my other spot treatment. And then after I put that on, I spray the Tower 28 SOS spray all over my face. And then I let that all sit in. I usually like make my bed or feed Ellie or something while it's all like soaking into my skin. In Colorado, it soaks into my skin really fucking fast because it's so dry. But when we travel, (laughs) sometimes it doesn't because it's humid and it takes like forever to soak in. And then I like pat it in if it takes a while. So if you live somewhere humid, give it a little pat and then it'll soak in faster. Um, And then after that, I prefer the, well, it depends. In the summer, I use the Good Molecules Priming Moisturizer because my skin's pretty oily naturally. So like I don't need a lot of hydration. Um, so that one's nice and it doesn't like make me super shiny. Um, but in the winter I use the, God, what's it called? I'm like, I can only think of good molecules now. <laughs> it's the only thing. That's, oh. all, that, that's all we need. <laughs> it's the, I, in the winter I use the first aid beauty coconut water moisturizer and Ooh. they have one that's like a clear gel. And I used to use that one, but now I'm using like the priming one because sometimes I'll mix in the, um, self-tanning drops for your face into my moisturizer mm. so like it mixes better into a cream than into a gel um what so self-tanning do that. drops do you use uh god what's it called i can like see the Isle of paradise label. yeah the Isle of paradise mm. ones um because i have a lot of redness so that like evens out my redness a lot if i do that sometimes um so i put my moisturizer on and then i let that sit in again so, like, if I didn't feed Ellie the first time, I feed Ellie now. And then <laughs> and then I put on the Supergoop Unseen Sunscreen, and that's my final step. That is my favorite sunscreen because, again, I'm very oily, so the glow screen, like, sucks on my skin. and like, makes me want to die because it makes me look so shiny. And that one's, like, really mattifying, so I very much enjoy that one. Love. Then, if I'm just going to continue, I feel like I should just keep going and then we can switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then my everyday makeup, I don't do like a full face usually for work, but I'll use the Rare Beauty Under Eye Brightener because it slays. The best. I'll, like, I'll spot conceal with the Tarte Shape Tape. If, there, if I have any like blemishes, I'll spot conceal with that. And then I use the NYX Brow Glue on my brows. That's like my go-to. If I don't put any makeup on, like, even if I don't put, like, spot concealer or, like, mascara or anything, I will always have that brow gel on. If my eyebrows aren't gelled, I, like, don't feel like a person. <laughs> even when Aspen and I are going to the airport at, like, 5 a.m., I have to gel my brows because it, like, makes me feel so much better. Meanwhile, I just look like I crawled out of a sewer, but your eyebrows are, like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I really recommend that one. It's really nice because it's it works really well and it's super cheap because it's NYX. Um, and then mascara wise, I think I use the Lancome mascara. It's in like a square bottle that's like gold. And then that's like my morning routine pretty much like my usual morning Love. routine. Do you want to say like makeup products you would use like if you're doing like a full face? Yeah. I mean, like do you want to go here? Like- do you want to do your morning routine first and then we can like go back and forth? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, okay. mine's simple because all my skincare I have gotten from my dermatologist because I have like really acne prone skin so I feel like I can't like really recommend like skincare products because it's like so specific to me and also it's like a line of skincare that my dermatologist makes so it's not like 
readily available. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm really sorry. I can't (laughs) recommend any skincare, but I, to get ready for this episode was like going through all the products that I had like purchased from Sephora and Ulta. And so long ago I bought this eye cream that is so expensive, but you guys, I'm telling you, it's literally like, I also don't feel like I have like crazy under eyes, but like Mm -hmm. sometimes I just wake up from not sleeping and my eyes like have like, are like really puffy and like, you know, just don't look that good. The glow recipe avocado fine Mm -hmm. line eye cream, you guys, it's like cooling on your eyes. It feels so good. It like brightens immediately. It's so expensive. So I haven't used it in probably like a year, but I was looking back through my Sephora and I was, you know, when you're like, I forgot about this. Like I need that back. I need to start saving to get that um, again if you want to try something else before you buy the expensive one good molecules has a yerba mate oh i uh, love that under one eye too. gel that one also <gasps> slays about that one. and that one's way way cheaper like it's like five dollars that's the one that i had been using until i like just like stopped using eye cream because i ran out yeah. of it and forgot to buy it again yeah oh my god love also like the cerave products are always so good yeah so if you're yeah. like um yeah yeah i do really like that under eye gel i don't use it very often but it does slay yeah i don't really like that stuff i don't really like the glow recipe stuff i'm i i don't like when my skincare is scented and like everything from glow recipe is so scented oh like they have like a watermelon like drop serum and it's like and i've tried it before and there's like a strawberry one and i mean it's like so pungent which like also isn't very oh good for i wouldn't skin. like that no yeah, I like it's like that. really aggressive and like smells really aggressive but then again like scents aren't very good for your skin so i would try to avoid yeah. scents scented things yeah if possible yeah but, like that was just like I avocado like, yeah the only reason i found it too was like you know how they give you little samples yeah i was i like don't use a lot of them usually just because like i don't know i, just I always save them like, i travel with them <laughs> okay that's smart i feel like they always yeah. give me weird ones like I don't well, know, I always, but I saw this I and I was like, ooh. And then yeah. I used it and I woke up the next day and I was like, I my eyes look amazing. <laughs> and so I I don't know why it works, but it's also like $50 and I just can't justify that. So yeah. I'll probably never use it again unless I get a sample of it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, um, I don't like to spend that much. But again, like skincare, I go through pretty quick. The most expensive thing in my skincare routine is the super group on scene sunscreen. But, like, it lasts me a few months, so, like, the cost per wear is pretty low. And also, I'm one of those people that will cut open the packaging. Like, I will cut open my Super Goop oh, me sunscreen too. and, like, scoop it out until it's actually empty because there's so much in there. Like, if you think your skincare is empty, I promise you it's actually not. Me too. Figure out how to open it up and scoop it out because there's so get much your, left in there. Get your kitchen scissors and cut that thing open. Yeah, no, there's and so much left in there's there. There's a whole other half of a product in there. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Um. Anyway uh slay is that all you have for um, morning routine situation yeah. very simple yeah. yeah yeah if you guys um, have acne prone skin just go to your dermatologist that's all right. i can say right <laughs> yeah i just get like spots and it's always in my yeah. t-zone so but then the, it's just oh my like, god those okay, my pimple patches um, and my spot treatment will those be the pimple way patches are the best yeah. and the best. my dermatologist the hero even cosmetics said that they're ones. the best so yeah yeah they're so, so good <laughs> i yeah. bought the um like little star shaped ones because like these are so they don't cute. do they shit. Really do nothing they do nothing yeah like do not they buy the probably star make ones. you buy the like hero not ones. pick at it but yeah get yeah. the hero cosmetics ones 
yeah they're I just worth every dollar every time i run out of them and then i get a pimple i'm like fuck <laughs> yeah um, um okay. i'm just gonna go through like all my makeup products that i use like just like everything that i love okay because i like don't have like a root like i just put on random things at random times i was <laughs> like, like i, I have, have a full routine, routine for like my going out makeup but like every day i just kind of like look what i want to do like i just like grab whatever yeah um also if you guys have acne prone skin all my makeup products are like approved by my dermatologist so this is like helpful for you hopefully you can also look up the ingredients that are um like bad for your pores and then check the ingredients list on your products because i don't think most of mine aren't pore clogging either because i always try to check there's some sites too i don't know like yeah it like tells you off the top of my head yeah that like you could copy and paste the ingredients and it'll like tell you if it'll clog your pores yeah but um okay i love the milk makeup primer the green one Mm -hmm. i don't know if it has another name yeah hydro grit i love that (laughs) stuff (laughs) um foundation i just use l'oreal foundation from walgreens (laughs) or i guess you get it at ulta but the l'oreal true match foundation it's like eight dollars and i've used it forever and i'm scared to try anything else because it like works for me so slay um also love the rare beauty under eye brightener that stuff is incredible it's like Mm -hmm. the what is that metal like applicator applicator is like cold on your eyes and it feels so good and it like brightens um, without concealing. Yes. It like doesn't so make it crease because it's just like makes it bright. I'm obsessed. Yeah. And then also problems. from Rare Beauty, I love the um bronzer like stick and then the blush too. Those mm-hmm. both are like my go-tos. I feel like I need to get like a lighter shade in the blush, but also they're they're like a little bit pricey, but they will last forever. Like, yeah. I don't think like they're going to go through my blush. You. Yeah, you're going to exp- yeah. it's going to expire before you go through it. Yeah. So I can like justify buying those. Something that I can't justify buying but that I do buy occasionally like when I'm like feeling a little bit rich is <laughs> the Charlotte Tilbury yeah. bronzer, yep. blush, yep. highlighter, whatever they're called, those wands, like sticks. The wands. Those are probably the most incredible makeup product I've ever used in my entire life. And I, I hate to say try it the because they are wands. so expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've heard bad things about the e.l.f. highlighter wand and, like, the blush wand. But I've heard the bronzer one is really good. I, mm. yeah. I want to try the bronzer one, though. My Charlotte Tilbury still has stuff in it, though. But once it runs out, I'll probably try the e.l.f. one. Yeah. Okay, I'll you have to let back. me know what you think. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, like, use them for not even, like, special occasions. But, like, when I just really want my, ma- my makeup to look good. Yeah. And I put it on and I'm like, I wish I could use this every day, but I am too poor to use it every day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's the best makeup product in the world. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, if I could use like that bron- bronzer blush highlighter like combo every day, I would be so happy. That's all you need. Um, for my eyebrows, I use the Benefit um, mm. like. Yeah gimme brow or something yeah like the little yeah. um i like that one i also like the glossier one i got the glossier mm-hmm. one when i was in new york and i really liked it it's like called the boy, boy brow. brow or something yeah, yeah yeah it's good um and then 
Let me think. What else do I do? Oh, eyeliner. Ma- oh, my God. You guys. I f- my mascara is my favorite makeup product that I have other than the Charlotte Tilbury. I use the Thrives Cosmetics Tubing Mascara. And it's the best mascara I've ever tried. It's not available at, like, Sephora or Ulta. You have to get it from thrivecosmetics.com. And it's tubing. So when you wash, you just basically get it wet. And then you, like, peel it off of your eyelashes. And it looks like your eyelashes are falling out. But it's just the mascara. It's the easiest thing to ever take off. And it is, like, tubing. So it doesn't run under your eyes. Because every mascara I've ever put on will, like, go underneath my eyes and, like, get everywhere like raccoon eyes but this one doesn't move and it holds the curl if you curl your eyelashes it like really holds the curl and i've had the same tube of it for so long which is probably like gonna give me an eye infection so i need I to, was get really about to say i was really about to say please check your expiration dates on your products because like that could also be a reason why you're breaking out like please yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> please replace yeah. your products when they expire even though you feel like they're fine there's there's an expiration not, day for a reason you know yeah you it's yeah it's not very it's not very long either like they don't last very long i mean like most of them products. i feel like are like 12 months so then it's like okay. yeah but if you think about like the rare beauty blush like I'm, of course i'm no, gonna I have know. that longer than a year um but yeah, yeah thrives cosmetics mascara um eyeliner i like the i like to do liquid eyeliner like when we have taylor fest and stuff and i like the kat von yeah. d tattoo eyeliner that stuff like does not move oh, yeah, you when you scrub your eyes yeah or i like the stila i love stila because mm-hmm. you can get it at ulta and target um what else do i use i guess oh my god my favorite thing to buy from sephora is the summer friday's lip buttered balm Oh, uh, yeah, the most so overpriced good. lip balm in history, okay, but I you, will be spending the money on it. If you like that one, though, you should try the Glossier Balm.com, too, and, like, the hot cocoa flavor. Oh, okay. Wait, is it, like, um, like a color? It's, like, slightly tinted, but Love. not enough to, like, do anything. Something about, like, the Summer Fridays is, like, it lasts on your lips for so long. Yeah, the Glossier one does, too. I sleep in the Glossier okay, one. Um, Summer Friday's forever. I need to yeah. try the Glossier one, though. Um, and then the Fenty Poutsicle. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, have a love-hate relationship with this product because this is going to sound really weird, but... <laughs> Maybe someone else out there can relate to me. When I put that on my lips, something about, like, the brush. Oh, my God. It gives me the chills just thinking about it. It, like, (laughs) tickles my lips in, like, the worst way possible. Like, I can't put the brush on my lips because it, like, tickles me. So I have to put it on my hand and put it on my lips. Just get a brush, dude. What are you doing? I know. I need to get a brush. I need to get a brush. I don't have a brush. I need to get a brush. But that stuff lasts forever. I love that product, but I just yeah. hate that brush. I use it all the time. Yeah. The brush doesn't bother me. I do use it all the time. I just like, ugh. Um, my favorite, like, lip product that I do like to put on, I like the Buxom lip products. Oh, yeah. Which I just I randomly glosses. found one day. Yeah, like the gloss and the lip liner. I've been using it for love. years. Me too. And... I don't even remember how I found it now that I'm, like, talking about it. Because I feel like everyone's always, like, Fenty, 
you know, Rare Beauty, yeah. the Dior Oil, but I just love the Buxom. Like, I'm just rocking um, in this chair right now. <laughs> yeah, Kai's in a rocking chair. We're on FaceTime right now. <laughs> She's in a rocking chair, just, like, rocking mysteriously. <laughs> I'm getting fidgety. Um, and then my, my final recommendation is the Rare Beauty brushes. Mm-hmm. I love their foundation brush and their concealer brush. And, oh, one last recommendation the sephora collection lipstick i can't remember like what the lipstick is called but it's literally five dollars and the color offshore is the perfect red lip and i love it so much it's like creamy and i love it and that's all nice thanks (laughs) okay i'm just gonna go step by step with my makeup routine really quick because I can't be doing this any longer. I'm getting really fidgety. Okay, <laughs> um, so I start with a primer. And if it's an everyday makeup situation, I use the Rare Beauty, um, like, pore blurring one. There's two different ones. There's one that's, like, a radiance one and one that's a pore blurring one. And I use the blurring one for, like, when I want to wear makeup to, like, the office or something, which I don't normally do. But if we have, like, a photo shoot and I need to do a full face of makeup, that's the one I use. If I'm doing a Taylor Fest or a concert, I use the Urban Decay All Nighter primer um because it just works really well and then I also use the urban decay eyeshadow primer also then I use the Fenty Beauty they're like the tinted like what are they fucking called like dew drops or whatever they're like Lip- the oh they're the it's like their skin tint skin it's the Fenty skin blurring tint. drops or something yeah I don't know it's the skin tint I love it it's my favorite thing in the world I like don't need a lot of coverage I just like have a lot of color on my face so like I just need it to even out my skin tone basically and it's really lightweight love um so I use that and then concealer I use the Tarte Shape Tape bronzer right now I'm using the Charlotte Tilbury wand however I have used the Fenty stick and I like that one a lot um and I will be trying the elf one after I run out of my Charlotte Tilbury one and you have to let Um, us know how it is yeah I'll let you know Okay, blush, I use Rare Beauty. I have two different shades, so it depends on what look I'm going for. I have, like, a deeper one and a brighter one. And then I always set my under eyes, and I set my, like, cheekbones and my contour with the Laura Mercier powder, which is kind of expensive, but Sephora always has free samples of it, and that's what I travel with is the free samples all the time. I have, like, the big one at my house, and then I travel with the minis. Um, That's also my biggest tip is to buy the full-size and then get a mini, and then you can just refill your mini with the big size when you travel instead of having to Genius. rebuy minis. Yeah. Okay. So then I set my under eyes and my face with the powder. Eyeshadow, I have so many fucking eyeshadow palettes. I love ColourPop, though. If I could recommend any eyeshadow, I would say the ColourPop palettes are my favorite. They're so cool and, like, very vibrant. Um, and I love a colorful eyeshadow. And sparkly. Yeah, I wear colorful, colorful eyeshadow all the time. I also really like the Morphe palettes. Um, yeah, big big colorful eyeshadow girl. Um, okay, then I do my eyebrow gel, which I already talked about. Um, I put my eyeshadow on. Where am I at? Oh, highlighter. I have a Rare Beauty highlighter, which I like for more like every day. And then I also have the, God, what's his name? So there's like an M or something. Mario? Yeah, Makeup by Mario. I have his highlighter for like Taylor Fest because it's more glittery. And then I use the Rare Beauty powder highlighter for like day to day. 
Then I set my entire face with the Urban Decay All Nighter Setting Spray. If you get anything from this list, if you get anything from this list that I just gave, get that setting spray. It's the best thing in the entire world. My makeup does not move. Four hours of Taylor Fest, no problem. My face does not move. Like my makeup is still on by the end of the night. It's crazy. Um, 10 out of 10 recommend. Then I use that uh, Lancome mascara. And I also really like liquid eyeliner. However, I like just kind of change every time I get a new one because I never remember which one I bought. But right now I'm using the I'm kind of like that liquid. too. Yeah, I'm using the ColourPop liquid eyeliner right now and I actually really like it. It stays pretty well and it's way cheaper. Um, okay, good to know. Yeah, so I recommend that. Lip-wise, I love the Summer Fridays lip balm. Um, I love the pouticle. The brush doesn't bother me. It's like the only thing that will stay. <laughs> and I hate lipsticks. Like lipsticks drive me fucking crazy. And the lip stain is just, I'm a lip stain girl for life. So I love a pouticle. I was literally just thinking about getting another color because I have the red one right now for like Taylor Fest and stuff. But love that. I want also the pink love, one. Yeah. I've, I'm kind pink of in like a neutral. So I've been tr- wanting to try a neutral lip. So I might get like a neutral one. Ooh, do um, it. For like the winter. Um, yeah, love that. I also really like the unpopular opinion. I really like the Rare Beauty lip oil that's like also a tint. Why do people not like that one? Well, because it's labeled as a lip oil, but it's also, like, a stain. Mm. And I think it just threw people off, but I actually really like it. It doesn't stay as well as, like, the palticle, but I like it for, like, when I go to work and stuff. So it's, like, a light tint, and then it fades really nicely, so it doesn't get, like, crusty. It just, like, fades. Totally. Um, So I do really like that. Um, Yeah. Just I feel like we talked about mind. everything in the whole entire Sephora. Um, I will say then in my nighttime routine, because my nighttime <gasps> routine is different than my Love. morning routine. So my nighttime routine, I like the cleansing balm from Good Molecules. <laughs> I <laughs> no take off shocked. my makeup. I take my makeup off with the cleansing balm first. Then I wash my face again. Same face wash as the morning. Then I use either my retinol. I have a retinol from Good Molecules, and it's a really, it's like a very small amount of um, retinoid, so it's not super strong. And it's a good place to start, um, and I use that in my T zone and on my neck because it's good for wrinkles, um, and like pores. So I use that every now and then. You're not supposed to use it every day. Then I'll moisturize. Actually, I'll probably spray my face again with the SOS spray after that, and then I moisturize. Same moisturizer. Um, and then Fenty Beauty actually has a lip mask and I like that one. They're Fenty Mm. Beauty skin or Fenty skin. Sorry. Um, Mm -hmm. they have a lip mask. I like that one. And I either use that or the Glossier bomb.com before I go to bed. Um, and then that's also usually when I put my tanning drops in, I usually do it overnight if I'm going to tan my face. So I'll put them in, in my nighttime moisturizer time instead of in the morning so that way I can like wash it off in the morning um yeah also grande lash slays but it's expensive as so true so true it's so expensive but it works so well and they have one for your brows too yeah that would be my nighttime routine if I could afford it yeah there's like the night the actual nighttime routine and there's like the nighttime routine if we were rich yeah like right after Christmas when my mom buys me grande lash Okay, so if you could recommend one product that people should ask for in their stocking, what would it be? Can I do, like, a skincare one and a makeup one? Because, I I mean, I just gave so many things. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what's your, like, 
number one wreck? Um, skincare wise. Well, skincare is hard because it depends on your skin. Yeah, that's why I was like makeup. Makeup wise, the settings for our hands down. Um, I guess skincare wise, I'm just going to, this isn't really skincare, but the NYX brow gel. Because it's super cheap and it works really well. Oh, yeah. I love. I need to get that when I run out. Mm-hmm. Um, I would recommend the Summer Fridays Lip Butter Balm. <laughs> like, yeah, I am no, so that's, obsessed yeah, with that stuff. Yeah. yeah Mom, it's also in their advent calendar. <gasps> Summer Fridays Lip Butter Balm. I like the one that doesn't have any, um, like, tint. Thank you for saying that because now I'm going to add that to my Christmas list. Because right now I have, like, literally two things <laughs> and it's two pairs of shoes. So it's like, okay. <laughs> like... No, I was just talking about this with my friend the other day. Like, our Christmas lists are, like, socks. Like, I asked yeah. for a new, like, pan to cook with. Like, yeah. it's so adult. It's so sad. But also, it I is. get so excited about getting those things. So, it's, like, it's yeah. not that sad. I just, like, know? it's also once you're, like, find like, there's the adult Christmas list. And then there's also, like, the financially stable Christmas list where it's, like, what do I even ask? Like, it's just, like, the things that you don't feel comfortable paying for. for like, I don't need, like, I don't. I yeah. want another pair of hokas, but, like, I'm not going to pay for another pair of hokas for myself. Like, that's yeah. why they're on my Christmas list. Yeah. But it's, like, or hard because, like, like, when you're an adult with, like, real money, it's, like, you can just buy the things that you, like, want and need throughout the year without, like, having to work. You know what I mean? Like, yes. It's just so weird. Um. Oh, yeah. Also, big news. Speaking of Christmas lists, I'm going to ask my boyfriend for a Kindle. I'm going to oh, convert. Yay! I'm going to become a Kindle girl because I'm so sick and tired of putting books in my backpack and they're always hardcover and I have to like take them on the airplane and it's yes. so heavy. And then you don't have to turn the so, overhead light on on the airplane when it's dark. I know. And the other day I was like at his house and he like doesn't have like a light next to his bed, which is like yeah, some, such a boy thing, you know? Uh-huh. And I was like trying to read and I was like okay could you turn the light on because it was like yeah. pitch black and he was like watching tv and i'm like okay i just need a kindle like this is getting to be too much and i can always like read my whole thing was like i want to like i like holding a book but i thought yeah. i can always hold a book still like this isn't like the yeah. end of the world you know so yeah. i'm very excited yeah but yeah that was off topic but i'm excited to announce i might become a kindle girl we could do a Christmas list episode. I think we did that last year, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, a, we should do a gift guide. Yeah. For different people in your life. Like, yeah. a Swifty gift guide, a sports if gift guide. If any of you... Okay, not you, Aspen, sorry, but... <laughs> I don't know what to get my dad for Christmas, and it's driving me crazy. <laughs> but none of my friends have, like... Dads? Dads. <laughs> like, <laughs> So I can't ask anyone for advice. So if any of you guys have any ideas for what to get your dad for Christmas, please let me know. Because I pretty like much have do? everybody else figure it out. He's very, like, outdoorsy. I mean, he's, like, a very stereotypical like like dad. Camp? He likes hunting, unfortunately. Okay. Um, he's, like, Camping? really outdoorsy. We got him, like, in a, like, an apocalyptic book, like, How to Survive the Apocalypse one time. Oh, my God. Like, as a joke, like a book. And then he also grills a lot. He's just, like, really stereotypical, like, handy, outdoorsy, grilling dad. Okay, I, I don't know if this is helpful or not because I don't – I haven't looked at this girl's gift guides yet, but I always – there I follow this specific influencer, and she always posts gift guides for each, like, different person in your life. 
And she has like your brother, your boyfriend, your like mother-in-law, like the most specific things. Her name is Margot Lee on Instagram. And I'm sure it's like in the link in her bio if she has done it. So you could look there. Okay. Yeah. I need to look. Because that's like I've pretty much figured out everybody else. So I'm just like I don't know what to get him. And I like to do all of my Christmas shopping on Black Friday online. That's what I've been trying to do. And I'm like kind of stressed about it. Like I do that ever I've done that every year since I moved out, so it's like I need to do it again this year. But I'm like I don't yeah. I don't know what to get him. Let's wrap this up because I've been at this house yeah. for twice as long as I was supposed to be here. So oh, oh my god, I forgot you're not at home. I was supposed to be at this house for 45 minutes, and I've been here for They're an like, hour Kyle, and 45 are you minutes. Still there? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, the, the cats, cats are like are okay. Yeah, the cats <laughs> no, are just staring safe. at me. They're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening. This was kind of like a really random patched together episode, but we had a lot to catch up on, and I feel like we did it. Um, yeah. Follow us on Instagram at Burning the Disco Down and TikTok at Burning the Disco Down Pod. And if you have any questions or comments, you can write them in at the link in our bio. And we love you so much, and we'll talk to you next week. Love you. Bye. bye. <laughs>